0: Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we are talking Google and Google Local Services here in 2022. To do so, we're going to bring on an expert. And our expert on all things Google and Google Local Services is Search Kings. To do that, we're going to bring in Lauren Seteroff, the VP of Training and Channel Development up at Search Kings. Lauren, welcome back to Taurus Talk. It's been a while since we've had a chance to talk to you.
1: Hey, Matt. Good to be on with you. Hope you're well been a while.
0: Yeah, it's been a while, and we're excited to have you on because we want to talk Google and Google Local Services here in 2022. Throughout 2020 and 2021, we've leaned on Search Kings and on you to talk everything Google Local Services. What we want to talk about today is some of the changes and updates and reinforce some of the best practices for folks who are using Google Local Services and Google Search going into 2022. The first question we have here today is, Are there any changes to Google local services or to Google search?
1: For sure, Matt. I think that the first most important thing to consider is that Google is always going to change what they're doing and how they're going to rank companies. And any Google expert or someone who tells you that they know everything that Google is up to is probably guessing. (laughs) Um, So what we rely on, right? We're a Google premier partner and what we rely on really is our data. And our data leads us to the conclusions on how we can help our customers the best we can. Thanks to the partnership with you guys and, and with some other manufacturer, distributors, we, we get to learn a lot about Google Local Services and the levers that need to be pulled in order to tell the machine that you're a reliable company in your market. And so it's important to know that it's always changing One of the things we've seen recently that's definitely top of mind is the connection to Google My Business. And seeing those two programs as cousins was how we positioned it in 2020, 2021. We saw them at arm's length from each other. So your Google My Business listing, for those of you, that's what comes up when you type your company's name. It's your white pages of the phone book. It's got your address. It's got your reviews, your hours of operations, et cetera. It's a listing. That and Google Local Services are getting closer to each other. They're starting to talk to each other more. Um, So it's really important, I would say, that anyone listening, make sure that your Google My Business listing is up-to-date, is accurate, and is connected properly to your Google Local Services account. So that's that's a, a really important one. It doesn't really take a lot of work. Right. to get that Google My Business set up properly. Uh, it's not really something I think that a business needs to pay a monthly fee for someone to manage. It's just a housekeeping item internally. Make sure you have the access, make sure that you can change your hours of operation or respond to a review and manage that listing because the Google Local Services platform is looking at its cousin for data.
0: And some of the data, like you said, you brought up there, your hours of operation, your responsiveness, right? So just kind of a, a little tip as we go through some of the changes here, make sure that you're responding to all of your reviews, positive, negative, in the middle, no matter what it is. Google has put an emphasis, and Lauren, you can kind of talk on this a little bit too. Google's put an emphasis on your responsiveness to your reviews and to questions that are being asked through Google and really putting more weight into that, especially over the past, probably about year and a half, they've really put an emphasis on that.
1: Yeah, you're, you're right on. What we see is getting reviews is crucial, responding to them, responding to questions, posting your actual hours of operation, inserting photos, such mm-hmm. a simple one that Google Local Services and Google My Business both offer that opportunity. To highlight the work that you're doing is crucial. So responding to those reviews, there's a lot of strategies, and, and we can have a, another conversation all about how to generate those reviews and how to make sure you're responding to them. And what do you do when you get a negative review from a legitimate customer? What do you do when you get a negative review from an illegitimate customer, or someone who's never worked with your business before, potentially, you know, spamming you? There's a lot of support that can be provided to you as a business owner, but no, you need to do something. Sitting on on a negative review can be far more detrimental than just responding to it in a professional manner. So Google wants to see that you as a business owner are paying attention to their network.
0: And so how does this affect the grand scheme of things, right? Is we want to make sure we're ranking higher. These businesses are ranking higher on Google local services and they're getting in those, those top three spots. How do some of these changes that Google is making affect their ranking within Google local services? So
1: from what we have seen, you need to have the combination of a few key factors in order to win, as we call it, or get enough leads at the, from showing up at the top of the page. Those factors are, we know reviews we got it mm-hmm. responding to phone calls and making sure that you answer with a live person is something that is evolving and that we are monitoring and starting to realize this is actually pretty important so when a customer phones in to an IVR or a phone tree press 1 for sales press 2 for service press 3 if you're you know an existing customer right. the algorithm appears to not value that process in comparison to, this is ABC Heating, how can I help you?
0: Yeah, it almost treats it like you didn't pick up the call, right?
1: Right. Not quite, but it seems like that when we look at struggling accounts and at Search Kings, what we do is we dive into every client's account, assess and prescribe solutions to help the company rise up. And one of the often solutions we'll provide is we need someone answering the phone call within real time, qualifying the customer, assuring them that you can be there in a certain time period. Remember, the call is being recorded by Google in the Google local services platform. So everyone should know that. And is it being listened to? Well, you know, who knows what Google's AI is, <laughs> is doing? We're not going to hazard a guess there. But what we do know is that they're looking for indicators Indicators of a satisfactory phone call. So if you're gathering the customer's zip code in that phone call, that would lead me personally to believe that Google's algorithm is picking that up as a positive, Yep. right? Can't provide service today, probably not great, right, right? in the algorithm. So that customer experience on that phone call, super important. OK, so we'll advise CSRs answering the phone and we do a lot of coaching of them as well to qualify the customer right away. Mm-hmm. What zip code are you in? You know, as soon as they call in and, and say, you know, uh, my uh, furnace is blowing cold air. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, ma'am. I'm hoping we can help you out right away. What is your zip code? Right. right? And let's get the, the experience heading down the direction of supporting that customer, which is what Google's looking for. So, that's that I would say is super important. Along the lines of responsiveness, Matt, one of the things that I would say is an easy adjustment that a company can make is the leads or the phone calls that are coming in through a Google Local Services platform, knowing they're recorded and knowing they're valuable, direct those phone calls to a distinct phone number and have the person answering those leads. Be very attentive and very aware that these are calls that are coming in. They might be $30 or $35 phone calls. Mm -hmm. Let's put them through a VIP service, right? Right. Rather than them being put on hold because you're still scheduling a maintenance for an existing customer, right? The way I I describe it is there's a separate line at the stadium to enter the building. Mm -hmm. And that's the line for prospects, right? And it doesn't have to go to the same person who's a season ticket holder.
0: Yeah. Give them the, give them the fast pass, if you will, you know, to relate to like, if you go to, if you go to Disney or something like that, give them the fast pass where they can skip the line of the people who are waiting there. Because like you said, it may be a 30, $35 call in terms of cost, but in terms of what it can bring your company, the value is so much higher because everyone who's out there that's using the platform probably has a good handle on what a qualified lead is going to bring you if you're able to close a job. Well, if you treat that $30, $35 phone call like a VIP and you close a big job off of it, because you gave them that fast track, that, you know, the the extra lane into the stadium, it's just gonna pay dividends for your company, not only now, but in the future as well, because they might now turn around and give you a good review, which helps boost your GLS, which helps get you more calls like them. So it's it's all working
1: hand in hand especially when you consider the lifetime value of a potential customer, Mm -hmm. right? So giving them that VIP service right off the batter.
0: Lawrence, so we've touched on a couple of the new topics. Obviously the responsiveness is so important and we want to really make sure we hammer that home to people because like you said, the lifetime value of a customer, if you're just responding and you're giving good experience can really just set you up for years of success with one customer. But what are some of the other changes that you've seen in the platform as well as, in the market itself.
1: An exciting change, I would say, that's now available in the platform for contractors and dealers who recognize the importance of treating new customers to that fast pass is a dynamic bidding. Dynamic bidding basically means that you can bid a higher amount for the lead than the competitors in mm-hmm. your market. So it's a it's a process that, that we can manage at Search Kings or depending on who you're working with, you want to make sure that your bids are competitive enough that if there are, let's say the base price, Matt, in, in a market is $30, okay? Yeah. And if you're only bidding $30 and let's say everything else is equal, your responsiveness score is equal. Your frequency of reviews is relatively comparable. Whichever company is now bidding or willing to pay $45 for the lead, you can imagine Google's motivation, just money. Yep. Right. So they're going to give that lead to the company that's bidding $45. Another ingredient here or piece of the puzzle is dynamic bidding. And it doesn't mean you go bid $200 for that lead, but you do have a lever to pull there around bidding higher. And what's interesting that we've seen is just because you're bidding $55. Doesn't mean the machine's actually charging you $55. There's some opportunity here to show Google a bigger number and then to actually be charged less than you're willing to pay. So we've seen some great success when we work closely with our dealers to say, okay, what are we willing to pay? Let's go try this for two, three weeks. Right. Let's see if we got the bump up in leads we wanted.
0: Yeah. And it's like you said, you're not, if you're saying, I want to pay. for a lead. I'm willing to pay that much. Well, you're just saying that up to this threshold, get me in the top spot. Well, you might not have to do that because your competition may only be willing to set their bid at $35. So you might get it for $40 as opposed to $55. You're willing to go to that $55, but nobody else is willing to go to $40. So it's not like, it's not the Wild West that we've seen in, you know, the past decade obviously things have gotten better, but there was a time where like Google searching, you know, your actual paid search, your PPC ads, it was a wild west. And there were times you'd be paying $200 for a lead, $300 for a lead. Well, that's not going to happen here. You're setting your dynamic bid, but Google is also going to take care of you based on the need for the prospect that's going to be coming into your company. It's, It's not like they're going to go to that $55 automatically. It's just not how the platform works.
1: Yeah, and the pro- the platform is still very young, right? Relative to mm-hmm. other advertising platforms or even Google products. So there's still that window here for us to work on strategy within the platform that gives our clients an opportunity for sure to tweak the system and generate more leads. The other thing worth mentioning is messaging. So Google's version of text messaging through Google local services are what are called message leads. So if you as an advertiser have message leads available, then the homeowner can either call you, in which case the call gets recorded. You get charged after 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. But if you also want, you can turn on message leads, in which case if the potential customer texts you, you receive it as an email and you can respond to that person in real time which is great for responsiveness as well. Right.
0: Yeah. And it it really is a game changer to be able to respond to someone in real time and have that interaction back and forth without getting on the phone. Right. As your general pool of prospects skews younger and younger, you know, the younger crowd is starting to get into that age of buying a house, buying a fixer upper, putting in a new system, all these different things. They don't want to call you. They don't want you to call them. The younger The prospect pool skews the less phone contact they want, the more immediate text message or something along those lines, immediate response that they want. And so it's a really cool feature. And I think that the biggest thing with that is making sure, as you've said before, Lauren, making sure that there's someone in your office who is handling that. It's not going somewhere automated, it's not going to a general inbox if it comes in as an email. And making sure that there's someone dedicated to that, so that you're getting that overall good experience, and Google is recognizing that and bumping up your score.
1: Yeah, you know the other the other thing to think about is where do those message leads go, or where do those phone calls go after hours? Mm-hmm. Do you have someone that can answer the calls from five p.m. till eleven p.m. or through the night? Because a whole bunch of your competition aren't available at that time. Right. So if you are willing to have someone available 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., we know, yes, we're in COVID and a lot of people are at home, but there are a lot of people who arrive home at their houses between 5 and 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. to realize that that furnace is blowing cold air, and they're going to talk to their phone or jump on their phone in the moment of need. And if you're there, this, you know, now, once again, a potential lifetime value of a customer because you were willing to answer a phone call at 7.15 p.m.
0: It's all back to customer experience. In the end, what Google wants and what you want, it's essentially the same thing. You want a happy customer who is qualified to be served by you, right? That's that's what everyone wants. That's what we want here. That's what Search Kings wants, what Google wants, and what you want. And following these tips and make sure that you're following along with the trends that Google and Google local services are setting is really going to help you get a leg up on your competition to make sure that you're getting these qualified leads and that you're having them be happy and getting your score up, showing up first in that Google local services section. And so once you're getting into that top spot, you're going to be a very happy person. You're going to be getting more qualified leads and hopefully closing those jobs and getting yourself a little more business. Now, Lauren, obviously, This is a lot of information and folks are sometimes going to have more questions. If they have questions or if they're curious about Search Kings, they can talk to their TM and their TM can get them in touch with someone. But what else can they do to learn more about Search Kings and to get in touch with you if they need to directly?
1: You know, we really appreciate the partnership that we have with all the territory managers and UMAT and and the Taurus team. I would say that as a company is looking to potentially grow or hire new technicians or build up their campaign around maintenance contracts. Mm-hmm. All of these things all come together in how that phone call is answered initially. And by us being able to listen to those phone calls, so everything we do it with Search Kings as far as uh, lead generation, everything's tracked. So we can read all the email submissions or texts that come into the business or listen to those phone calls and really provide some coaching on best practices to your business. So we're here to, to be... A tool in your toolbox around how your company can grow and thrive so that you can take care of your families, you can take care of your employees and and your customers. We're here at searchkings.com. My email address is Lauren at searchkings.com. And we're always here to learn about your business first and foremost to figure out what strategy is next. And you know, sometimes it's a in the next three months, we should focus on hiring new technicians before the phone starts ringing more or, you know, getting your reviews in place or figure out CSR training or whatever you need. Thankfully, through partnerships like we have, you know, we've gotten a lot of experience working with uh, HVAC contractors and uh, we can provide support to those who are looking for it. And we love working with Search Kings.
0: We've had them on before. We're going to continue to have them on, including next week when we're going to be talking about something Lauren just touched on there, and that is hiring campaigns. Through Search Kings and for you elite dealers out there using your elite benefits in order to do some hiring campaigns as well. It's a really great topic that a lot of folks are interested in. Lauren's going to be back next week to discuss that right here on Tourist Talk. But we want to thank him for coming on, talking about GLS and Google and some of these changes and best practices. want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. If you can find a podcast at this point, you know you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts right on our website or our app, sgtaurus.com backslash Taurus Podcast, or hit the podcast icon on our brand new mobile app. want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.